Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Up Says Podcast. This is the place where everyday women and men have an opportunity to share their stories to inspire yours. We say what you think no one wants to hear, but everyone needs to know. I'm your host, Angel Charmaine. And listen, everybody, it's another Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And typically we have a one-on-one conversation with Angel on our second Monday of the month. But I decided to have a chew up the meat, spit out the bone conversation. And instead of showing up by myself to shed a little light on an extremely taboo and possibly even controversial subject, I decided to bring along my sis-in-love, Miss Pamela Hall. Come on into the spaces and join me. How you doing? I am fine. I am excited about this conversation and I'm ready. That's what's up. So listen, everybody, tonight we are going to talk about two sides of the truth. <laughs> I know y'all are wondering, like, what is she talking about? What truth and what sides? Well, Pam and I were having a discussion one day and we were talking about uh, women. Well, she was talking to me about women and sex and, and she said some things that I didn't fully agree with and it left her a bit flabbergasted. Literally, it left her speechless what I had to say to her. And I said, you know what? This is a conversation we need to have on Speak Up Sis podcast. But before we jump into women, sex, their partners, intimacy, and the truth, I'd like for you to tell the people a little bit about who you are, Pam. Okay. My name is Pamela Hall. I have a food truck now. And we sell hamburgers, the best burgers in town, the best burgers around. And um, and we travel all over the United States, you know, just serving great food to anybody and everybody. So we are um, located or based out of um, Aiken, South Carolina. But if you want us anywhere in Atlanta, in North Carolina, wherever, just give us a call at 803-341-0158, and we will gladly come your way. We'll roll on down. (laughs) That's what's up. So listen, everybody, this is my sis in love. This is my biological brother, my oldest brother. Uh, This is his woman. We don't say girlfriends at our age, right? <laughs> right, right. This is his woman, and she really does make the best burgers in town. You can ask around. Those pan burgers are bomb, okay? So if you are ever, ever in the CSRA area and you are passing through or if you live in our, in our area, please make sure that you follow her on social media and find out where that food truck is parked and go get you a pan burger, okay? And make sure you tell her that you heard about her right here on Speak Up Sis podcast. So come on, sis, let's go ahead and jump into this conversation. So we're going to start here. You and I have different perspectives about what the majority of women 
think about sex and intimacy um, and partners. So why don't you start with your truth? Okay. I feel like my, my perspective is that most women have to have a emotional connection with a man mm-hmm. in order to have sex with that man because he, she has to enjoy it. If it's not an emotional connection, women do not tend to like have random sex. Mm-hmm. That was, that's what I felt. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> and that, um, you know, once you're, I think that, that I think that my understanding of like love and sex is that you meet someone, mm-hmm. you you have this connection and you just, you know, you really like him and you want to have sex with him. And I don't know very many women I, as me, like I was saying to you, mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable like just meeting a guy and say, oh, he's fine. Let me have sex with him. Because mm-hmm. after I have sex with you, you're my man. <laughs> We go together. What you talking about? Where you going? I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I see. You t- Did you say I'll see you tomorrow? I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I love you. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, I I see you tomorrow. Like we 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 are actually uh, you know a couple now. And if we're not a couple right then, that is the goal. That's where we're we going. gonna be. Yeah, we gonna be. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, so as you all can tell, she's got some really strong um, beliefs there. And so this is where our conversation sort of went sideways because I stopped her and said, that's not necessarily true for all women. Um, and she was like, what? <laughs> because in her mind, this is a woman thing. And it's like, this is in your mind, right? Like this is women. This is what women do. This is women. This is a woman thing. And so what I said to her is that there are women um, who, who have sex with men and there's not a connection. There's not this uh, strong love connection, this strong desire to be intimate some there are many women and I think this is another point we're going to get into this as well um there are many women who find themselves in that place it's not just it's it's not two women you know it's not just a handful of women there are lots of women who have sex with men and they're not expecting him to be their boyfriend afterwards um and I shared with her, you know, that 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 even I, y'all know, this is speak up, sis. I keep it all the one, all the way one thousand with you all. There, this is when she, her mouth really flew open. <laughs> I told her, I was like, I mean, I've had one night stands before. I've I've done that and didn't expect anything. Didn't want anything other than that. Um, had a maintenance man before. If you all know what that is, go read Michael Basin's book. He'll tell you all about the maintenance man. <laughs> and there was no expectation that he was going to be my boyfriend, you know. Um, and there are lots of women who are in that place. And so Pam thought this was really 
odd. And why why do you feel like this is really odd? Okay, I couldn't wait to jump in. Boy, I tell you, thank you for tagging me in, girl. Well, I think the I, the reason why I think it's odd is because women already have a difficult time having orgasm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like in order to have that experience or to have that feeling, it has to be like an emotional connection. Like, you know how men can just have, like we, we're, we're going to speak it, talk real. They can That's have right. a nut. Mm-hmm. They can have a nut and they can own anything. They can have a nut just looking at you. <laughs> but women, we have a more difficult time with getting that emotion and that feeling of, you know, intimacy out. And I just feel like I can't de- just be with a random guy and have an orgasm. I already struggled enough having an orgasm with guys that were my men. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I did not even experience an orgasm until after my 40s. Wow. So, yeah. So I never really, you know, I didn't enjoy sex. So maybe mm. that might, with me, it's like, how can I have sex with someone that I'm not really enjoying it? And I felt like the reason why I had to have sex was because that's my man. I don't want him to have sex with anyone else. So I'm going to give it to him. But I oh. couldn't even under- appreciate sex until I got older. And the way I did that is when I went to, I had a moment where I wasn't having sex at all. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to pleasure myself. Mm. Once I learned how to pleasure myself during my moment of being away from men, mm-hmm. and when I did find the right guy, it, that having that orgasm was so easy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see how me personally, my mind frame is like, how can you just find a guy and just have sex and it be pleasurable for you as the woman and not just the man? Right. Oh, we need more than 30 minutes for this. So listen, y'all, I'm just going to go ahead and tell y'all that this is definitely going to be a blue flame conversation. We are definitely going to take this in studio. I am definitely going to be inviting some women into the space and we're going to have our hour long conversation about this because we need more time. You said so much in that in that span of time. And actually, everything you said goes along with with the with why I believe it's a, a lot of women are able to do that. First thing, you said that you did not even experience orgasm until you were older. There are lots of women who experience it earlier. There are lots okay. of women who experience orgasm earlier. There are lots of women who experiment earlier. Right. And therefore, the same way when you you were older, when you experienced it, they experienced it younger. Therefore, they know their bodies. They know how to make their bodies do whatever. And they don't necessarily need to like the person all that much (laughs) in order to have the physical reactions with them. And so lots of women have that. Now for me, it was more about being someone who had experienced childhood sexual abuse. And so my understanding of relationships, my understanding of sex and intimacy was warped. So for me, 
um, because I was introduced to uh, intercourse and sex and intimacy and all those things in this warped way, then for me, and this is going to sound really odd. I know y'all, I already know, but there was a time that it was easier for me to, to, to do all the, you know, strange things and strange things with some change kind of stuff mm-hmm. with men I didn't like. Because if you remember when we were growing up, I told you it was going to be odd. Yeah. If I was, if I, if, if I had a boyfriend, right. I, and I remember the, the first guy that I like loved, loved, right. I remember uh, we had a talk because it's, it's like, you know, it was, the sex was boring and I'm like, well, it's just going to be boring. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to do those things with you. And he's like, why not? And I'm like, because like, you're my boyfriend. <laughs> he was like, ain't that why you should? And I was like, Mm-mm. because in my mind, it, those were not things that a girl, like, a girlfriend doesn't do those things, right? Like a, a man isn't going to want me to be his wife if I'm doing the, remember the time we grew up in, in the in the 90s during that time, girls weren't like these young girls, licking and sticking right. and popping and dropping. We, was, we weren't doing that. If We was like, that's nasty. I'm not doing that. Mm-mm, we don't do that. Right? Holes do that, right? That's what we thought. So for me to do those types of things with like somebody, you know, it was like, well, he ain't nobody nowhere. I don't care what he thinks. But I cared about what the guy who was my boyfriend thought. And I didn't want him to think that I was that way. It's twisted. It's a twisted thing. And that's why I tell you there are lots of women who... Are, who think that way. There are lots of women who have a distorted, twisted way of thinking about love, sex, intimacy, and their partners. It's not just a few of us. I'm just going to be honest and tell you all the truth, and they're not. And that leads us into another piece of the conversation that we had, which was about partners. Right. <laughs> Which was about partners. And you said, you said, Angie, you're just different, right? And then what was the conclusion you came to after you said, well, no, you're not different? I don't remember. <laughs> you, well, said, I did, I, you said, no, I, maybe it's not that you're different. It's just that you're different because you tell the truth. Right, right. You're different because you tell the truth because I know other women they don't own their truth. And I know that when my friends, because I don't have this wild kind of experience, I don't know very much about my friends' sexual um, experiences because they don't talk to me about it. And I, and I was, after our conversation, I was like, wow, I couldn't even tell you who some of my friends even slept with or how many guys they slept with because they don't even talk about it. With me, I used to just talk about it, you know, say whatever. And I also used to say, one other thing is, I know one of my girlfriends, they always say, oh, I need to have sex for two hours. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'll be like, two hours? Oh I'm like, two, <laughs> Look, two minutes. I'm, I'm ready to stop. <laughs> like, two minutes? Please. Like, are you finished yet? Because we're almost at five minutes and we done went over the two minutes. Like, what in the world? So, <laughs> but just saying all of that is like, I realized how different. When I, after our conversation, I realized how different I was. Maybe I'm not the normal when I'm thinking that I'm normal and everybody else is normal with me. And maybe I'm different because of my experiences. Like, you you know, about my experiences, you know, with people touching me inappropriately. Right. So I went into a shell where I didn't like sex, where I didn't want anyone to touch me, where I didn't want, I didn't even enjoy sex. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that kind of thing. So I think a lot of a lot of each one of our uh, perspective as mm-hmm. women about sex is all about our experience yes. when we were younger mm-hmm. or where we are right now in life. You know, you have something like you experienced that and then you wanted more sex and you and you just had sex and you enjoyed it. And versus me, I went into a shell why well, didn't want anyone to touch me? Because I even when I was, I think about this, um, when I would go out, mm-hmm. I didn't want guys to touch me. Well, you know, when you met me, I was the same way. Like, don't touch me. You don't know me. Why are you close to me? I don't even want right. to dance with a stranger. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of times that we do need to have these conversations and awesome. be honest because a lot of times men be like, if you meet a girl and she tell you she had five guys times that by 10 and they're and they're telling the truth (laughs) and they're telling the truth and and here's the thing and i and i want to say so i want to back up to something that you said because Mm -hmm. first let me say this for those of you who may be just tuning in we this is my guest tonight her name is pamela hall and she and i are our friends we're sisters and we were having a conversation and we decided that this was a good one to talk about here on Speak Up Sis podcast. And tonight's conversation is two sides of the truth. And and no, there's two sides, but there's always a, a, a third side, right? And then I think in this type of conversation, there are probably more than just three sides. But I want to say this, it's not that my experience made me want to have more sex because it didn't, I actually didn't enjoy it. And that was one of the things okay. that we talked about is that, that if you're having it, you're, 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 you're enjoying it or you want to enjoy it. And the truth is, is that many women have sex and they don't enjoy it. They're right. doing it, but it's not enjoyable. So it's not that I wanted to just be out having sex or that I just liked it so much that I did it. No, I became promiscuous because I was able to detach myself from it. So it became a thing that I did. Right. It, it just became a thing that I did. So there was no... You're going to use, for me, it was one person has already used me and taken advantage of me in that way. Nobody else is going to get the opportunity. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it on my terms. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it. And if I don't want to deal with you no more than I won't. And there was, and there was a, there was an ability to detach from it. So, so the intimacy didn't have to be there because I didn't want it to be there. So here's the thing, y'all. Both of these sides of the truth are warped. The truth is neither one of these two sides is healthy. (laughs) 
Neither one of these two sides of the truth is healthy. And that is why we're going to uh, have Miss Jacqueline uh, Andrade to share the, the platform with us on another Monday because she is a healthy sex relationship coach. And she is going to talk to us about what side of the truth is healthy and what healthy uh, sex and intimacy should look like between a man and a woman. So I want to, I want to share this as well because you brought it up, Pam. (laughs) Pam says she's heard men say that um, if a woman says five at 10, and, and I say that that's the truth. Um, the vast majority of women lie about their partners, the vast majority. If they say they've only been with three, you this, that's, that's probably not the truth. I'm not saying all, but I'm saying a vast majority. And, and if you just do the math, just do the math. If you're dealing with a woman and she's got three kids and got three, three baby daddies. Okay. She doesn't have more than three. Probably. (laughs) Okay. Right. Let's let's just keep it. Let's just can we just keep it one hundred? If you're and 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 here and listen, you can you all can leave your comments in the comment section and tell me what you think. But if you are dealing with a woman who grew up, maybe she was born in the seventies, grew up in as a seventies, eighties, nineties baby child somewhere in there, teenager. Let me tell you something. She's had more partners than she's being honest about. The truth is that many of us crack hit our families hard. Many of us grew up without um, the, the guidance that we need, the parental guidance. Many of us found out about life and intimacy and all those things in a really warped, weird way. Okay. And, and if you think about it, if this girl has had a new boyfriend every other year since her junior year in high school, You do the math. <laughs> you do the math. So, so here's the thing. Women, that this show is for y'all. We've got to get to a point where we will be honest with ourselves, where we will allow ourselves to open up our mouths and tell the truth about our experiences, tell the truth about how we feel, tell the truth about why we do and why we don't do. You need to be able to tell your man the truth that you're not really having no orgasms, that you're lying, and we know how to fake it really, really well, okay? You just need to be able to be open and honest about those things so that you can be free. Get rid of the shame, the guilt, the self-condemnation by being honest first with yourself, right? And then with your partner. I want to say this. Mm -hmm. I want to say this. We don't ask men how many women they slept with. So why should we have to validate how many men we've been with? Uh, I feel like it's none of your business. Why are you asking me? Why do you want to know how many men I've been with? Because I don't know how many women you've been with. Maybe it's a turn off that you've been with more than five mm-hmm. women, and I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So why won't we start off fresh with, with us and where we're going at and not versus our past and where it's been? You know, unless you're trying to figure out how to please me and make me happy, you don't need to know the number. You just need to know how to please and make me happy. I, That's listen. important. 
Now, now that's the truth. I we agree wholeheartedly <laughs> on that particular truth because it does it should not matter in right. the present day, right? It should not matter when mm-hmm. you are in a new relationship, when you are healed and whole or you're working on that or y'all are together or whatever. What you did prior to that person should not determine who this person is to you today. And if it does, listen, you need to work on some things yourself. Right. Because if it's not if it's not your brother, your cousin, or your best friend, why why does it matter? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) If it's not your brother, your cousin, or your best friend, as long as you know it's none of them three. We good. We, we really good. So this is good for you, you know. Yes. But I know I want to say one other thing too is um when you talk about like women owning their truth, I I totally agree with you on that, and mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times it's hard for us to um to stand in our truth because mm-hmm. we're ashamed a lot yes. as women. We're ashamed a lot of, of, of women about sex and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We're ashamed if we don't have a lot of partners and we're ashamed if we have too many partners. Mm-hmm. So which one is the best? Because I have been shamed because I didn't, oh, you don't have that much. Oh, you green. Oh, you mm. don't know very much. And then it makes me feel like, well, wow. Right. You know, you want, you want me to come in and be this experienced person when I'm telling you I had issues with a lot of different things and I'm trying, you know. But then if you so, come in experience, that's an I'm issue too. Experience. Right, like, like really? Where you, <laughs> you get that from? Where you, where you I, learn to do that, right? Yes. I totally agree. I totally agree. And listen, oh my goodness, sis, this has been such a strong conversation. It is just a teaser of a conversation, y'all, because we are going to come back Pam, would you like to come into the studio and finish this conversation on a blue flame discussion? Yes. Hey. yes. hey. <laughs> so I'm inviting you to come back to Speak Up Sis podcast and join me in studio for our for our hour long studio session uh, for our blue flame discussion, and we're going to continue having this conversation um, during that time. But I, I want to leave everybody with this. Okay, if you want that woman to be free and unencumbered with you, you want her to love you, give you everything, all of her body, mind, soul, and all of that. Allow her to be free, to be honest, to be herself. Allow her to share her truth without feeling shame, guilt, self-condemnation, or unworthiness. Just allow her to be without trying to make her what you think she should be. And I'm telling you, she will open up like a flower (laughs) when she knows that she's not being judged and that you won't shame her and that you won't belittle her and she won't be embarrassed. All right. So I want to thank you all for joining us tonight for Speak Up Sis podcast to talk about two sides of the truth. I know it was just a teaser, but we're going to continue this conversation again for Blue Flame uh, discussion. Pam, please tell the people how they can contact you once again. Well, y'all can contact me um, on Facebook at The Grill Rain or on Instagram, The Grill Rain. And you also can call me at 803 341 
888-888-0158 and find out where that food truck is going to be parked. That's what's up. Thank you so much, sis, for joining me tonight. I, it is always a pleasure when you come into this space. If you all want to hear more of Pam's story, go back into the Speak Up Sis vaults. There's one that's called Risky Business. This girl used to run a whole nightclub. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. And she was one of the baddest in the town. So if you want to hear more about her story, go back into the Speak Up Sis podcast vaults. Look for Risky Business and check out that episode with me and Pam Hall. You all can connect with Speak Up Sis on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Up Sis Podcast. Please make sure if you are watching on YouTube, subscribe and click the notification bell. We are over 500 subscribers. Yay! So let's get to a thousand. If you are not already subscribed, please do that. And until next time, (laughs) I will see you all next Monday for another episode of Speak Up Sis podcast. You all have a great night. Talk to you later, Pam. Bye-bye.